This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, have a good day. Good Tuesday to you. Oh, top of the afternoon, Lori and Julia. Jimmy Kimmel's going to be staying put at ABC for at least three more years. Good. Uh, the network and Jimmy Kimmel announced that he has signed a three-year contract extension to stay as host and executive producer of Jimmy Kimmel Live. The show is marking its 20th season this January. Wow. We're the same age as yes, Jimmy we, Kimmel's show. We are. I love that. We have the billboard here that's been up, I think, since it started at yeah. Five. Yeah, he yeah. had the funniest lie witness news on last night's uh, show. He sent his guy out in front of the theater and asked people to weigh in on the Meghan Markle Duchess Kate hair-pulling cat fight that happened. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, er- earlier this year, Jimmy Kimmel sat down with Variety and said that he had been thinking about retiring yeah. from the show, but I suppose the Hollywood speak is is that he probably got a pretty sweet deal. He got a pretty good sweet deal. And, and he, he gets summers he off. He gets the whole summer the whole off. Summer he off. gets like eight weeks off in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That, to me, is his best perk, because I don't know that any of the other talk mm-hmm. shows get that much time. It's a lot. No, that's, most people just get like August. Yeah, right. That's called the Johnny Carson contract. Yeah, you know Johnny Carson famously didn't work Fridays, mm-hmm. didn't work a lot of the summer, summer. and uh, because he was gone, we got people like David Letterman coming in and starting to you know and Jay Leno and all that stuff. And I mean that's Chelsea Handler. We saw she hosted for a week this mm-hmm. summer when he was gone, and she was just crushing it. And yeah, you're right. It is kind of a good idea. On the part of the network, because they've, I, you know, they can get some different people out yes. there, and I don't know. I like it. I wish they'd let us do it here. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. Nudge, right. nudge. Let's talk more late night television. This time at NBC, Saturday Night Live has announced their first three guest hosts of the upcoming 48th season of the program. Uh, this uh, amidst the news that today another cast member has just left, so I don't even know who the heck is going to be. I don't either. Uh, yeah, um, but we will on the season premiere. Miles Teller making his debut. We love him. We love him. That that making of the Godfather. Have oh, you watched that show? That? Is good. Holly, I have not watched it. You would love it. That is a show you would love. Mm-hmm. This summer, I didn't watch the offer, but I did read the book. Uh, Leave the gun, take the cannoli. cannoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that based on the making of this? Uh, I don't know how much that book is affiliated with the offer, but oh, that okay. book is pretty fantastic, too. Casey read that, too. And it's not. It's not because the guy who, the making of The Godfather, it's the real-life producer that... Um, oh, Al Ruddy. Al Ruddy. That Miles Teller yep. plays. He's the one who produced it, and it's based on his book. But Casey read that book... Because he loved that TV show, and he said it was really quite good. 
Yeah. Godfather history. Always game for it. After Miles Teller making his debut as host for SNL, uh, Brandon Gleason. Brandon Gleason is going to be hosting for the first time ever. The noted uh, uh, UK or Irish character actor. And then Megan Thee Stallion is going to be the musical guest and the host. Whoa. She's she's funny. She's part of um, the um, Clintons new series she's interviewed on that on the apple plus series oh guts gutsy yeah have you watched any of that Joy? yeah i have do you I like watched it? the first two i really did that's what i heard it's really yeah i really good. did oh mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah all right another thing to add to the ever, i know it ever, who's got time who has time oh my gosh so uh saturday night live is going to premiere with miles teller and kendrick Mar- lamar excuse me is the musical guest that's going to be that'll be a big 1st. one because mm-hmm. everyone loves him yeah. Including Madonna. Mm-hmm. Well, Madonna loves everybody. She wants to do a collab with him. That's right. <laughs> Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. Call her. Uh, what do you guys think about the Golden Globes coming back to NBC this January? I'm well, thrilled. We're happy about it, but we're trying to remember why they missed the Sunday. Um, and they have to broadcast on a Tuesday night. Sports. Sports. And then also, I think it was because the Critics' Choice Award nabbed... Um, like the first sense. they nabbed that Sunday. Yeah. And that's a broadcast and not like on the CW or something, but I think they grabbed that date and so their like publicists were like you we can't have people you can't have competing award shows. There are only only so many beautiful outfits yeah. to wear at one time. Well, according to NBC, they said that Tuesday, January 10th okay. was the date for the Golden Globes because of NFL football on Sunday, and then the NCAA National Championship game takes place that Monday. Oh, right. And yeah. yes, the Critics' Choice Award had already uh, the following Sunday, January 15th. So they were like, well, y- you can't move it to the following Sunday because, you know, you're right, Lori. Yeah. It's already an award ceremony happening. So it is back i wonder who will host it i wonder who will who touch will, it who will show up <clears throat> well that's i think people will show up to that i really do you do i do all right well it's its 80th anniversary celebrating yeah. it this year the golden globes um more adam levine drama unfolding. oh my gosh we feel for his wife we hope she has booted his dog butt out of the house oh my gosh so yes <laughs> Just to put it, just to put it Oh, well, you know, TMZ reporting this afternoon that more women have come forward accusing Adam Levine of sending flirty messages, including screenshots they claim prove that Adam Levine was behind the conversation. So. Yeah, he, this guy is just like complimenting women on their butts, their boobs, asking so if they're down to do, do you know what? I mean, so inappropriate. I love that the one lady said you need to get a dictionary. He needs to get a dictionary and look it up and. Him saying he hasn't crossed the line. He has crossed the line. I yeah. mean, way over the line. I, f- I really feel far- sorry for her and the kids, man. Oh, boy. Well, the one, the woman who said that is Sumner Stroh. Yeah. She's an Instagram model, and she's the one who came forward with the accusations because she said that her friends were going to sell the receipts that she had shared in private to the press. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to get ahead of the story. And the receipts were that he contacted her after not making, you know, they had their breakup. Right. name a child is their child after her yeah this was the text <laughs> that sumner stroh shared okay serious question i'm having another baby and if it's a boy i really want to name it sumner you okay with that dead serious 
I just think he's so dumb. Yeah. Oh. He's so vain. He's so cocky. He thinks that would go over. And Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is happy. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, publicist, you can <laughs> dial back the Gigi Hadid rumors because uh, Adam's going to hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, to your point, Julia, that he has such an ego where in his statement, he was saying that we will work through this. Yeah. We will get through Implying that it's Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsloo getting exactly, through this. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, crossing the line. Now, uh, his publicist doing some overtime over at People.com with the source saying that Adam Levine is trying his best to make things vet- better what? with the very upset Bahati Prinsloo. No kidding. Entertainment Weekly listened to his thing, his publicist, because they referred to it as a alleged virtual affair and i'm like come on entertainment (laughs) weekly do better (laughs) an alleged virtual affair he admitted that he you know crossed the line line. okay but we all know that he did it crossing Mm. the line means Mm. mm -hmm. no i'm gonna use a word that you guys love to use He's a dink. He is a He's dink. He's a dink. Oh. Yeah. The best word. We've always known it, Holly. <laughs> the best word. Those oh. of us who never could stand him, we we always knew this about him. Yeah, not totally shocking, this no. Adam Levine news. No. Uh, let's talk more casting. Molly Ringwald has joined the cast of Feud Season 2. According to sources, she's going to play Joanne Carson, the second wife of Johnny oh. Carson. Is that what it's about? Feud season two? Is it about Johnny Carson? No, it's about Truman Capote. Oh, so oh 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 okay. So they're calling this like the feud series yes, where he's I get taking it. feuds, you know. Okay, and, and let, yes. I don't know if Capote's women is the working title or not. That's why I think they keep referring to feud. Yeah. Okay, got it. Well, this is under that anthology, so yes. I don't yes. know what they're going to call it, but this is all about Truman Capote, his New York High Society friends, mm-hmm. and his uh, unfinished novel, Unanswered Prayers, and how that caused ripples and drama in that circle. Uh, some other people in this, Demi Moore, is playing Anne Woodward, Diane Lane, Slim Keith, Callista Flockhart is playing Lee Radziwell, oh, and Naomi right. Watts, Babe Paley. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm all good. for this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, Thank may you. your day be less full of dinks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Holly. you so much. All right, what's happening on the road? Oh, there's definitely not a lot of dinks a, out on the rings. No, but... <laughs> on the roads. I'm sorry. That was a funny way to end that segment there, you guys. So let's... Kind of alluded to this in two different stories today. So okay. it's interesting that I have studies that are, duh, related to this. But everyone, people have streaming stress. Americans, two out of three Americans have a TV watch list so long, (laughs) they are stressed out about it. They can't begin to finish it. Listen to this. The average person has 13 TV shows and 16 movies on their watch list to get through, which is like 104 hours. Can I add to it? Yeah. Just really quick. Uh Because then if your internet goes out... Or something happens and then you have to remember your passwords to log back into every damn thing. You will pull, this happened to me, you will pull your hair out. Yeah, because the average American has four streaming services. With different passwords. With different passwords. And then some of them you have to go online. You will pull your hair out. I know. I've done the, and I've just thought, 
I'm, I just went to bed the other night. I'm like, I hate all this. This is ridiculous. I just want to turn on the TV and have it work. Right. Yes. I don't know. I have to enter 17,000 things. And it is hard to enter your password that first time. It's such a laborious. Oh, and if you even remember what it is. If you remember what it is. That's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 73% of people say they have a list of shows and movies they've been meaning to watch. It Only 58% have made it through their list. Only People don't think they'll ever get through their list because it keeps getting longer or it's too long or it's too overwhelming so they walk away from it and um uh you're not connected to the internet yeah there's no signal mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not connected to the internet please re-enter your password. password uh let's see millennials are twice as likely to have true crime shows on their watch list yeah okay that's a big thing that is a big thing and gen z loves sitcoms and um yeah, that one's kind of all over the place. But anyway, I thought, yeah, 16 there is movies. Stream- I really, I have one movie I want to, I mean, I don't really have movies. I feel like as much as TV shows that I want to see. I write down shows and, and women write down their shows. People keep track of it either in their phone notes or I just make a list and kind of put it it's by, in my my daytime. TV, by my TV mm-hmm. thing. But um, yeah, four, four streaming platforms is what the average is. And um and people, uh, two-thirds of people would rather watch something off their list than find something by scrolling because it takes oh, so long yeah. to scroll. And then if you're with someone who wants to scroll, oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> pick something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? People like to pick, 65% would rather just let's look at the list. Yeah. Than and then go from there. Because it takes like a half hour sometimes to find yeah. Casey and I were scrolling the other night on Saturday. We were so tired from the Renaissance. And then in our neighborhood, there was like a block party with the band. And so we were like, we're, we can't go out. Let's watch a movie. And we didn't have one movie written on our list. I don't have one either. What'd you watch? Black Phone. Oh, what the heck is that? I heard that you was good. Like this. Was it good? It was good. I heard it was really it's good. It's based on a short story by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, about this bad man who's kidnapping boys and oh, there's oh a phone God. that rings in a basement oh, it sounds like don't look in the basement it sounds oh, yeah. like don't yeah, look you, in the basement call it, me misty combined yeah yeah i hate it already <laughs> yeah 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 you horrible. are not like it but um it was good grant yeah i've heard a lot of good things about it and that trailer it looks creepy as hell and i want to see it so i'm yeah, glad that so you it was gave a it a good to- saturday Whoa. night yeah you know, movies. Yeah, kick back. Yeah. We wanted a scary movie. You wanted movie. a scary movie. We didn't want yes. to watch a show. Okay, here's another study of death. But this is very interesting. So, this is from the University of Cambridge. And it was published in the Social Psychological Bulletin. A real favorite, Julia. Oh, yeah. Okay, but here, here it is. Hero worship. Fans can't help but defend their favorite celebrities even after "quote unquote" immoral acts, I give you Angelina Jolie. I give you Brad Pitt. I, I give you Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> I give you Harry and William. Mm-hmm. I give you. Uh, Who else can we think of? Well, Who Will Smith we would be. But on we're that. not defending him yet. Yeah, no, we're, we're not, not ready to defend no, him. No, no, no. But imagine a celebrity but, yeah. or a politician. Mm-hmm. 
you greatly admire mm-hmm. Trump is the beneficiary of this. Yes. You greatly admire did mm-hmm. they do something deeply immoral or repugnant? Will you stand by them? People do. People will And dig in harder. And dig in harder. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And, yeah. And so what interesting. They, they did this study and what they looked at, they used Logan Paul's YouTube mess for oh. their study. Good, good. That's a good study to use because this guy's because they focused on fan reaction both before and after Logan Paul infamously filmed and then posted footage of a dead body in Japan's Okigara forest, which is known as the suicide forest. And even worse, he and his friends are joking about it in the video. Yep. And when that footage was released in 2017. He had over fifteen million dollars, fifteen million, excuse me, YouTubers subscribers, and the suicide. It led to major, major backlash. I never knew what it was about, but I knew he was in trouble because I was too lazy to read the story. He so now I know. Several, yeah, several he, things. He did but that some... was the heinous one. Yes. Okay, got it. And um, because people often use celebrities in the construction of their social identity, a threat to the standing of a public figure can be perceived by people as an attack against yourself, something we may feel compelled to defend. And um, Absolutely. And high level. So anyway, they're just like. You can see that in any conversation with politics of someone on yes, the other side of yes, you. Yes, <laughs> You're totally, this is totally true. Yeah. Yeah. So but they did that and that and they did that. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just, uh, yeah. Is we, it, it just an aid? Is there a healing process? No, it's just that the more to... people express admiration for a public figure, the more likely we are to forgive and defend them after a moral violation. All right. So we've wow. seen that. I mean, so we can't help it. No, all right, so good. We can't help it. Right, so don't get mad at people if they're doing it. That's right. It's They can't there help you it. Go, we'll remember Julia. that. Like we'll that. remember that. That's, when, a, yeah. that's a great thing to remember. Here's you another. can't help it, and I can't help it. And other a, people can't. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, studied. Here's another study of duh. One in three young adults don't feel like they've had a real vacation unless they've posted on social media. But <laughs> it didn't uh. really happen. Oh, that's pathetic. Well, half of millennials say they stay more connected with friends and family while traveling when, when, than when they're home. Because they'll post stuff from their vacation. And then vacation, they'll get interaction. And they'll get interaction and they actually interact. I guess. I can see that, but, you know. Yeah, they stay more in contact with loved ones when they're on vacation than when their day-to-day life. So bragging ensues conversation. Cool. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It is. It's totally... Totally oh. what's happening. All right. Well, so totally, totally. It doesn't surprise It doesn't surprise me. What's happening right now is the seventh caller is going to win four tickets Ooh. to the Chelsea Handlers show. What is it called? Vaccinated and horny. horny. November 12th at the State Theater. If you could let Grant know about your horny and uh, you report know, back you to your vaccinated status. <laughs> no, we don't care. Yeah. You just get to win four right. tickets. Call seventh six, caller. Yeah. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Who is the happy vaccinated Chelsea Handler winner? <laughs> yes, Angela was our winner, and when she was very excited, but when we were done, I go, I am not going to ask you of how horny you, you are aren't. or if you're vaccinated. We had a good laugh about that. Oh, good. That. Okay, so good. She seems like okay, a very that's fun person. Awesome. Yeah, so congratulations to Angela. All right, we'll be doing that all week, you guys. So listen tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just looking at a photo of Adam Levine and his wife, Bahati, going out of their Montecito home. Smiling to the two of them go picking up their kids together. So 
their publicist told them to do this if they would like to have some of this die you know die down, die a bit. down. do you do you guys think that maybe there was an open relationship no. aspect uh, not at all not at all no then why would she take this photo? Like, honestly. Because why, why to would try I, and maybe get the paparazzi to, to leave, leave the house. Okay, okay. So she doesn't have to worry about driving her other kids around. Okay, right. good. Because you know, I just would have privacy. nothing to do with him. I'd be, bye. You handle this mess. You made yeah. this bed. Lay in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I see what you're saying. The, yeah. yeah, could be just doing that. Like, it's, um, you know, a little... Crisis. PR. Crisis control. Got yes. it. Got it. Okay, okay, what happened 53 years ago today in the music charts? I have no idea. Julia. Number one song, Sugar. Uh, 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 oh, uh, the Archies. Uh, 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 I love that song. You know, uh, that was written uh, uh, by our guy um, who sings Rock Me Gently. He wrote that song and sings on it. What's his Something, name? Andy, um, Kim. Andy Kim. Is That was his song. I did not know that. Yeah, that was. he wrote that song for the Archies. Okay, beautiful man alert. If you're watching Jimmy Kimmel tonight, Chris Pine is going to be on. Oh, is he? Yeah. So he'll talk about it. Look at He's how Florence, no late night to talk about it. Here you go. And the year is 1969. This song needs to come back hard oh. in a new way. Yeah. Well, your Blackpink girls were on uh, Kimmel last night. What's your band? Yeah, Blackpink. Yeah. All right. <sighs> they and are. They are on fire. They are, they are on, on fire. fire. You know who mm-hmm. else is on fire? Are the um, the gals Chapel Heart? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So they were on America's Got Talent, but Darius Rucker kind of just dug them. So he is going to come out with a new song called um, "Old Old Church Hymn," and it features Chapel the Heart. Chapel Heart on course. Good. I love that. And yeah. I think Chapel Heart also just got done performing at Grand Old Opry. Yes, That's they did. Awesome. Yeah, they had a, uh, it was on the 17th, Saturday night. They were at Grand Old Opry, and I believe Darius Rucker showed up there as well for that particular performance. So, mm. yeah. can you imagine performing at that theater? No. Grand Old Opry. I, I used to watch that with my grandma way back in the day. Yeah. That was her thing, and it's just. I'd like to go to a show there. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It, it would really would. You know, um, go ahead. Just some stuff that we have posted. If you would like to uh, just say hello to Sophia Loren. She's 88 today, and we just posted the photo hello, of her. Hello, Sophia Loren. Giving the greatest side <laughs> eye ever, you? looking at uh, Jane Mansfield's dress. you think her dress. wigs and glasses are still selling well? I don't know. I don't know. I hope so, but I just can't believe that it's been oh. 12 years since we've seen okay. Sophia Loren. Okay, Grant, <laughs> what do you think is the average number of viewers that turns tunes into a Monday night football game? Um, 29 million. Okay, Grant. Oh, 29 million. No way. Okay. I would say, uh, well, because we get 90 million for the Super Bowl. Oh, all right, 17. I'm I was going to say 12 to 10 million is a high number, nine probably. Oh, really? Is that well, high? 12, they say just over 12 million viewers turned into the Minnesota Vikings at go. Philly, but it makes it sound bad. Well, that's, yeah, there well, were people, two games on last night. That right. was another thing, too. They, they always have do, two games on. Nah, just in the beginning of the season on Monday oh. nights, they do the two-game thing. After that, it's a one-game deal. So if it was just the Vikings-Eagles, you might have drawn a bit, a bit bigger number because you took yeah, the whole Julia's all sensitive about the number of viewers. Yeah. Well, New Buffalo was playing in the other game. We don't want people to game. see our trash last no, night. No, Exactly. I'm glad less than 12, or only 12 million saw that we embarrassing really game. We don't want to see it. No, no. I know. Oh, well, Lordy. the House of Dragon keeps going up every week in the ratings. I and hated the previews for the next week. I can't follow it. Because we're going <laughs> forward 
10 years. That feels wrong and unfair. The Renera and the King's Queen, those two young ladies, will be replaced by the adult versions of themselves. It feels very soon to be doing that. Well, every week the show is increasing in audience. Um, It's averaging 29 million viewers per episode. Wow. And wow. um, Yeah. So I don't know that people understood that episode four and five, we'd gone forward five years. Right. The only thing that indicated that was that uh, Valerian's daughter, who was like 12, all of a sudden looked 17. When, I still like that damn show, though. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's halfway through its first uh, oh season, gosh. and it's gone gone up and up, and it's um, whether or not Rings of Power is struggling to you know be able to catch up with that, um, because Game, the Lord of the, or the House of Dragons, has 51% more viewership than The Power of the Rings. Okay, here's here's our wise out of boyfriends. They tried to call in to get the tickets for yeah, Chelsea. For Chelsea, Hannah. they're horny unvaccinated. A- LOL. Uh-huh. This is what it said. <laughs> LOL. I tried for the tickets and the phone rang. I was ready to pee my pants, but then I had to hang up and got disconnected. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kept calling. But after, you know so what, you the... guys? Amazon is saying that they have been unfairly. Review bombed by malicious online actors and, oh. and actors. Well, that's what they call. Role? Yeah, oh, that's okay. what you call people who are trying to take you down. Yes, yeah, trying to take you down. That they're online actors and farms, and that's what they're saying that has happened with Power of the Rings. And I have to agree because. I don't know. I think the show was really good. It was visually stimulating as all hell, for I, sure. I mean, we've watched like five episodes, and I mean... You've I, watched that many, and wow, they're like over an hour apiece. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, I know it. It's kind of... It's really good. It's it's so upside down. 85% positive on the critic side, and the audience at 39%, right there, that raises That's, your eyebrows. Yeah. Because it's usually completely the opposite. It is. And yeah. so Amazon, an official spokesperson, has said that is something that they have been... Bots. Bots. Like there could be, That's what malicious actors, actors are. They're bots that, that are... are critically putting nose, nose, nose. And this could be like a little HBO war, you know, with the house of the... Or it I know could that's be people who don't... Like Amazon. Like Amazon or yeah. Jeff Bezos. Look at that. That's a, that's a little hidden gem of a theory right there. Yeah, well, it's coming to us from Amazon, you know. <laughs> it's so it's their own theory. It wow. is their that's theory, why. but Good that <laughs> does make me think. It's not often... Usually, if critics don't like something, the audience will. But when critics love something, for the audience to be that far down... That's really down. It it For strikes, me, uh, right. and when you read the reviews, I was kind of reading the personal reviews. I'm like, I know there are Lord of the Ring fans and stuff, but the comments are very basic and short. Ah, well, nothing real detailed. For anything, here's what I learned today. Mm-hmm. For anything to count as a comment... In social media and everything, it needs to have four words. Yes. Oh. It can't have two smiley faces. You've done nothing. Yeah. You need hey. four words. Yeah. So if you're doing your friends a favor and commenting right. on their stuff, give them four words. Yeah. Yeah. You are so great. And The Bachelorette is <laughs> finally is coming so over. Fab. Yeah. Is it? It's finally coming to an end. Three hours. 
I'm not so DVR it. I can't. I do. But I don't. I don't want to do end. it because I feel like Gabby's engaged and she'll be breaking up after Dancing that's with the Stars. Think. And the other one, Rachel, never got anyone to. And that's what you think? Yeah, for sure. Well, we saw their faces last week. This is the most unnecessary, drawn out Bachelorette ever. They're ruining the franchise, and they've ruined it they've with ruined this. It. They've they've. We don't go to escapist TV to be bummed out. For three extra we really episodes. Don't. We really three don't. Three extra episodes. Got enough streaming fatigue. We don't need three oh. more episodes. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're friends with somebody for a long time and you're ready to break up with them. I mean, I'm just watching it out of duty. <laughs> out of duty I, and I don't like I it. I kind of liked it until the, the two weeks ago when you were in Paris and it didn't end. I'm like, screw you guys. Yeah, right. How can you just end? end. Just end. We're going to wrap up the song oh. with little killers here. Oh, oh, have fun at the concert at Excel. Tickets are still available if you want to do that tonight. Thanks, Grant. Everyone else, have a great night.